and we're online. <laughs> Good start. Well, ladies and gents, uh, welcome to the first episode of Speaking Sporadically. You know, um, we just started this, so I guess we'll introduce ourselves. I'm Jacob. I'm Isaiah. I'm Devin. I don't know what you're doing there, Sharon. We're working on an intro right now, but you do. Not anymore. <laughs> you are right, Devin. We are working on an introduction. Something we've been wanting to do for a long time. Um, we've always wanted to start a podcast, but we haven't gotten into it until today. Um, I think there's a lot of reasons for that and time concerns. You know, what are people going to think when they hear a podcast? Because you're always going to have people that are going to be like, oh, you do a podcast. You know, I know a few people have, it would just. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things that just always keeps getting pushed off and no yeah. one thinks they'll ever really become successful at it. It's just going to be another thing on their plate, but. If so, whatever. Hopefully, we just have some fun with it. Um, yeah. And also, it's not easy. This is probably like our fifth take. Yeah, this is our fifth take. I think one thing that I've been struggling is like, you want to act like you're talking to an audience, but you don't have an audience. And yeah. I think the best ones you hear are the ones where you're just talking to each other. Like, yeah. you're almost listening yeah. on a conversation. It's nice yeah. to listen to. That's yeah. what I'm just trying to keep in my head, you know. Don't worry about the microphone or anything. Just have a normal conversation like we do because mm-hmm. we're all we're all in boy scouts and a common thing we do is like every night usually nine o'clock rolls around and we're sitting by the campfire mm. and we will talk for hours about yeah. the weirdest things too like throughout the night it'll go from so many different topics and we don't even realize like those would be the best podcast ever yeah i'm sure of it and if we just recorded those because we just get real yeah. deep we talk yeah. about everything it's really cool so for sure and um you know Hence the name speaking sporadically, kind of, we're not going to stick on a certain topic. We're going to jump around, talk about random things. Maybe if you guys have any influence of what you want us to talk about, but mainly, yeah, we're just going to talk about what we want to talk about. So, yeah, um, we have an Instagram, speaking underscore sporadically. There should be a link uh, when you go to our page, our podcast page, hit it, bring it to Instagram, send us a DM, follow us, uh, literally tell us anything, and we'll talk about it. You can give our thoughts. The only thing, though, is... Uh, no, no political stuff, because I just, yeah, yeah I don't want to get into that type of stuff. The controversial just, topics. Con- yeah, and exactly, because yeah. I think it's really stupid when certain people, like, uh, you don't listen to or don't like different people or dislike or choose not to listen just because of a political view. Like, I think mm-hmm. that's dumb. Yeah. I just want to keep it neutral. Everybody's all yeah. in. There's, yeah, there's no way to make everyone happy, but uh, it's definitely a lot more fun for us, at least, when we know we're not really... Yeah, not going like, to have to worry about someone coming and attacking right, us yeah. or something. Yeah, so kind of our ideas and goals for this podcast is we want to try to make one of these once a week, uploads on the weekend, Sunday, yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Um, uh, there's three of us here right now, but, you know, like we're going to, I guess, consider ourselves the main host of the podcast, but yeah. we're, we're going to be definitely willing to have other people come in on talk of the podcast and get different viewpoints and different stories from different people and stuff like that so yeah um so yeah so the people on here re- will really fl- fluctuate like it says in our bio we're just a big group of friends right now obviously us three are here but some days it may just be me and jacob or me and isaiah or isaiah jacob or even someone else someone new completely random that's another one of our friends that wants to come on and you know just have a conversation or whatever so yeah um and also, the more people we have on, the more different topics, because yeah, we're also going to talk about like our different hobbies that hopefully some mm-hmm. of you guys in the audience will uh, relate to us with. Yep. Like, Definitely life experiences, too. Yep. 
stories we have, past experiences. Hopefully, you guys will think those are funny or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, for our first uh, podcast, we kind of, we got a piece of paper of some topics we wanted to hit, and one thing we saw recently that we were interested in was Patrick Mahomes' one-month-year-old son already has a D1 college offer for soccer. Yeah. No, it's a daughter, isn't it? Uh, I thought it was a son. Um, hmm. Let me look it up real quick. I'm pretty I sure it's his, kid, it so. his son. Uh, son, it looks like it. I thought, oh, what was his name? It was... Daughter. It is a daughter. No, it is a daughter. That's yeah. really offered bad. soccer Sailing. scholarship. What was, the yeah. co- what was the college? Uh, I think a whole bunch. Because, so obviously, Patrick Mahomes' wife, whatever her name is, she was an athlete in right. soccer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she went professional. I think she might have just been, like, a college. But obviously, Patrick Mahomes... God tier yeah, that. You got a lot of you got a lot of athletic genes running through yeah, that family so, right there. He, he's already getting offers, which is absolutely crazy. Like to think you you don't even know what's going on, and you already have a like future planned out for you and stuff. Yeah. And you, the bad part is though is that kid's probably got high standards. Yeah, like he's uh, he has a lot to live she, up to it's now. A she. It's a she. We have it. We have it. Yeah. We have it wrong on the it, script. It can decide. Yeah. <laughs> we have it wrong on the script. It says he on the script, but yeah. 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 That I don't know. That's great, but at the same time, that be. Yeah, that would be pretty stressful. I mean, what? It's a scholarship for soccer, right? Mm-hmm. So is that just going to be her life up until that point? Is just soccer. She want to play soccer. I'm, I feel like yeah. it's got to be. Hope. I mean, hopefully she'll enjoy it. I remember another thing I've heard about was um, IMG Academy. It's a high school down in Florida, right? And it's pretty much. It recruits the best best athletes from like top tier professional athletes will send their kids there to go and play in the sports and it's kind of weird because it's a high school and they have to graduate high school but they really focus on the athletics and the school's not actually able to compete in state championships because that would be kind of yeah rigged obviously they're overpowered but division zero yeah it would be kind of stressful on the kid like hey we're gonna send you here to play this sport and it also it almost seems like from that young age. You're already a full-time athlete. Yeah, yeah. You have you have to live up to these high yeah. standards, and maybe they don't want to do that. I, I don't know, but it is just weird to think someone so young and yeah, you know. I mean, how... and it's weird. You see all the time. You'll see like eighth grade prodigy offered from oh, yeah. offers yeah. from Oregon oh. seventh grade footballer. It's, it's like it's insane. Yeah, you don't know what that kid's gonna grow up to be. Yeah. They could be whoever. I mean. There's a who was it? There was another kid. He's older now. I think he like won the Olympics already. But like, who's that pole vaulter? Like Mondo du Mondo um, Dupont Mondo. or something. But he's like, when he was like eight, he was going super high and stuff like that. Like he was competing in high school athletics. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, we're all in but, track. Yeah. So only yeah. two pole vaulters here. Well, I'm not, I don't really. You currently pull. Right it's been two years. <laughs> it's been a while, so <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, that's always been a fascinating sport. You could definitely rank pole vault in the top. I'd say top ten to five most difficult things to do in sports. I, it, I know it's there's definitely a lot to think about within such a short time frame. Right. Like in a lot of sports, you have a good amount of time to assess a situation. Yeah. Um, but in I mean in pole vault, it's like. You have four seconds to yeah. do every single thing. Activate like 
just about every muscle you have. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of technique. And you got to count for like wind and stuff yeah. like that that you don't even know what's going on until you get up there. Like you could definitely say pole vault is a whole entire sport in itself, but I was saying mm-hmm. like things to do in sports. So like you're having hitting a baseball, blocking a 300-pound lineman, mm. catching a soccer ball. How fast do you think soccer balls travel? Yeah, look look up what's the highest speed you can kick a soccer ball. One of those curve balls or whatever they are. (laughs) I'm guessing it's probably like I've seen some. Mm, that's 132 miles per hour. That's probably a machine. How fast do you kick a soccer ball? That is true, Ronnie. I I guess so. Has kicked at a th- 132 miles per hour soccer ball. So then what's like, if that's like the world record, what's like the yeah, average what, for a player? What, that's gonna be like, what would a goalie be seeing in a game? How do you not still still fast. 60, 60 to 80. 60 to 80. That guy's 80. insane then. He's still insane, but I thought it was going to be like 30. I, yeah, I really didn't think it'd yeah. be that fast. I mean, these guys, these guys are pros. Still, that yeah. 120, though, has to literally obliterate the ball. Like, how did it not explode? <laughs> I don't know, man. They probably have, like, a steel toe on their shoe, too, Maybe. to be able to achieve that. Oh, those, yeah, those cleats are weird, aren't they? Well, I'm saying, like, the guy that attempted the world oh, record was probably, okay. he probably had a special made shoe mm, on to do it. You're probably right. I just, yeah, I just know soccer cleats are, like, re- like super expensive. Like, yeah. track cleats, yeah. they're, they're up there, but soccer cleats are, like, double that easily. There's so much engineering in, yeah, those, in those cleats. And there those is a shoes. lot. So much yeah. science and time spent on that. Like the new uh, Nike Vapor Flies. The, um, the guy wore them to break the... He went sub two mile in the marathon. I think I did. Oh, and he was wearing those shoes, and they pretty much have a spring in them. From my understanding of it, they have a spring in them that sort of propels you almost on every step. Yeah, they're banned. Uh, a lot of oh, they actually athletics. are. Uh, a, yeah. a lot of. So the the sub two hour was like an anything goes thing because no one's yeah, done it, it makes before. Sense. So he wore them just to like, see what if, if he can like, do it. Anything that you can do to help the human body. Well, yeah. Except like. I would assume the drugs, drugs and steroids and performance <laughs> yeah. enhancing drugs. But I mean, yeah. that guy, he was, he was crazy. It's just, well, yeah, I, that, that man had literally everything in his favor. Yeah. For he it, had the too. perfect genes and genetics for it. I was, I was um, training for like three quarters of a year with like six other guys yeah. that just existed to block the wind for him and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like they would, he would run like probably like four miles with a certain pace group. And, and then they would fall off in new pace. Yeah, they'd fly like on. they'd run V formation, and he'd just be in the back in the middle. And mm-hmm. then they'd have that lead car right up in front of him with that laser. Yeah, and he'd run the whole entire time. Because yeah, 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 you really? had to, you had to it, sit here. It, it was, it was like a, it was like a. I haven't year watched or two it. Two year ordeal. The only information it. I've seen of it was on YouTube, but Disney Plus does have a full documentary. I watched it. Sub two. Yeah, I watched it. They, a lot of the uh, stress on it was talking about. They did talk about the shoe, but like really, like really briefly. But a lot of the stress of it was like, they kept saying ultimately it was up to like uh, oxygen intake or something, or like yeah, the efficiency of like the usage of oxygen. That's one thing I saw. His muscles are just in. He's in like the one percentile. Like, yeah, the amount like, of oxygen they need to operate. Yeah, it's the perfect ratio. So low, it doesn't. Which is yeah, the biggest thing. Cause yeah. like, because basically all it is is he's just. How long can you go without your muscles getting fatigued? Right. Yeah. There, you know? there was a kid there that was like, like twice as fast as the guy that was super close to it. Yeah. But his like, I can't remember what it was called, but whatever it is that like the oxygen efficiency or whatever, it was just like 
point zero two off or something. Mm-hmm. So he was so fast, but like the last two miles, he just died completely. Yeah, he was like three minutes slower. And a lot of people think it's just um, like your endurance and your ability to maintain that speed. But this guy's flying too. I remember I saw a video. They set a treadmill, like it was a large foam treadmill, because they're kind of expecting yeah. people to fall down, and it was running at his pace. And they had their yeah. average people come on it, and they would stay on for like thirty seconds. So it was yeah. almost a dead sprint. Yeah. For them. yeah, that's what I was saying. Like if you look at it, just his sheer speed, there's probably plenty of other people who can match it. Yeah, just yeah. not near as long as he can. Yeah, He's, his muscles just take in so little yeah. oxygen, and then takes so long I mean, for any fatigue or lactic acid to build up yeah. and set in that. He he, he ran that pace. Crazy. So almost. I mean, it was pretty consistent for a marathon. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Just 26.2 miles, correct? Yeah. Yes. Is it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. And he got it in two hours, one minute, and 39 seconds, I believe. Yeah. Oh, so was he able to get under two yet? I don't think he I don't think he I did don't yet. But I don't know for sure. This may that was in, right when was that? Like four years, three years ago? That's 2018. 2018. Yeah. That, okay. Three years yeah. ago. That's when I first thought I heard of it. Yeah. So I don't. I'm assuming he's still doing marathons. How old is he? He can't be too know. old. What, what is his name? I think it was like Elude. Eli- oh, Elliot. Elliot or something. Uh, like yeah, that. that's what it is. I'm not gonna try to say his last name and butcher it. But... <laughs> he is 1984, so he's getting around. He's 36 years yeah. old. Mm. So I, I bet he's got. I, I think he's still got a two-hour in him yeah. if he's still running it. He's, yeah, especially one, if he's still he's training. He's 115. He's 115 pounds. That's oh light. Yeah, it's light. Which helps. I mean... Oh, yeah, that's definitely a huge factor. You, yeah, you oh got to be... I mean, you train and yeah. prepare for that. And you find the right body type to be able to do it. He's just got... He's got everything lined up in his favor. He's got... Five, six. The height. right height, the right weight. But the, it is pretty. it is pretty cool from a perspective of finding and seeing like the limits are the bounds of the human body oh, I know. from the pinnacle and it just the thing that, is is with records they just keep getting better yeah you know you can never go below a record you can only break it and keep increasing mm-hmm. and make it more and more difficult and more and more people are just breaking them and, it, and you got to think are people is like training getting better and people are getting faster stronger or is it like or is the it, technology yeah, that we technology. were talking with the shoe that could go along with training i feel like though because i mean before training like not even like 30 years ago tracks were cement yeah you know and like dirt and now there's so much better training nowadays you're seeing people with like like how how they got those numbers to find how much oxygen his muscles use they hook him up they have a mask on him he's on a treadmill like almost in a laboratory if you want to say right yeah Yeah. to calculate all these numbers yes with like what that's um what's oh what what stem teams and like cars cars two or three or whatever then he with the the new the newer one where he Cars crashes three. the one where he crashes yeah right they had the the rusty's facility that they made that was pretty high tech I guess yeah it just makes me think like when will it ever end mm-hmm. like do you think in like well they hit a, a few, limit like yeah. this this record is unbreakable it is yeah. the record like because like you think centuries are are soon people gonna be able to run miles in like ten seconds with just like they get some See, type of shoe. I or some type of so that, technology that propels them and they can do this. Like, it's at some point, it's got to end. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be a, an actual record it, or match. I think it come down to, like, if they allow certain technologies yeah, so at some point or if they just make it completely natural. Because if it's completely natural, I really – I see a point where it just caps. It's got to be. You'd have to use – you'd have to need evolution. Yeah. But there's no need for it. I can still especially see, if it's only specific people. In I can still athlete. see records being broken, but like to the thousandth of a second. Yeah, I guess you're right. 
it'll be like um it'll kind of be just random chance almost if you're able to break it yeah so i don't yeah once you hit like 36 seconds 36.4 seconds it'll still be 36.4 you'll just like lower the number after that's so like 36.4 36.43 but i don't think the 36.4 will ever really change it'll just be like such small increments yeah, that it'll hardly even i still think um training techniques and um uh what's the word dietary kind of like our understanding of dietary like what's oh, best for the body i yeah. think that still has a long way to go yeah that's you know, true evolving mm-hmm. yeah supplements and stuff like that Another thing I saw that they were talking about banning is in indoor track facilities on the inner guardrail on like the first lane, they'll have lights that set a pace. It's like you could say set the light to a record pace and they're doing this like in competitions I've seen because it was a debate on whether that should be legal or if it's an unfair advantage, but they give it to the whole heat and they set a light of like the track record or whatever and the light runs along the inside thing and you can see it like dotting around. Hmm. Huh. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's definitely a big I've, advantage. If you yeah, I was going to say, in, in any normal pace. meet that I've ever been to, like I've never people seen can, people cannot run along. They yeah. can't even run yeah. within like 15 feet of the course or whatever it is, if it's cross-country or track. You can you can yell out times like once or twice, but you can't set a visual pace or anything like that. Yeah, I didn't know what organization did it or if it was just like a, a trial thing, like for a training purposes. Oh, yeah. But I I did saw see that and it was pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, especially indoor. I mean, if you're going for a record outdoor or indoor, I know some of them are just like the same. Some of them are separated, like the real smaller ones, like uh, one to two, like the 300 hurdles and stuff like that. Yeah. Those are different, but some of the longer paced ones, um, I don't think really where we are. But out in um, Indiana, Indiana has them almost all the same. So if you if you run that with the pace or with the, like the visual things indoor, everyone outdoors just done. Yeah, <laughs> pack up and go home. Yeah, there's not even a point of that. It's yeah, it just it's crazy how people people do the things because like I said, we run track, so like we'll run our miles and get just a single mile. We'll be like I don't know, we'll get seven minutes or something. Yeah. Or no, it's probably less than that. Like that. Oh, never mind. I was thinking of you, we'll probably get yeah, like, I say a, like a six, six minute mile, six or five in a mile, whatever. And this dude's six, running at what? Yeah. Like a well, six like, eh, six still seems pretty slow. Just go out and run it. Uh, All I know is like, we did some calculations one time, and my like fastest mile time, this dude was running it the whole time. But mm-hmm. for uh, yeah, twenty six. It is crazy to think that they do it that long. You got to think that's. That's evolution right there, you know. <laughs> yeah, That's evolution like of technology. The definitely pinnacle of technological and human development currently. Mm-hmm. So another thing I wanted to talk about is um, I recently just got a guitar. Mm-hmm. So you guys, I don't think apparently you guys haven't hit it yet, but I feel like everyone in their life gets like a guitar itch where yeah. they go through a guitar phase. Or a phase. You know, where like you see someone playing a guitar... Or you know just, someone you that played that you a guitar. You know someone, you're like, that'd be really cool. I want to do that. But usually you just, like, spend a night watching videos of, you know, some good guitarists like Angus Young or whatever play, and then you're like, oh, yeah. And then you wake up next morning, <laughs> and you're back to normal. You don't want to. But, <laughs> yeah. again, kind of like the podcast, I'm like, just do it. You know, mm-hmm. learn yeah. how. So I picked one up, bought a guitar, 
long story about the guitar, which I guess we got time. You can definitely go into it. <laughs> so, so I did quite a bit of research with a friend of mine who knows a lot about guitars, and I picked out a guitar, and I ordered it, but then I got a call saying that they don't have it in stock, so it's going to be a while before it gets shipped. They said I ordered it like December, and they said it wasn't going to come till like mid-March or beginning of March, and I was like... Whatever, I was using my brother's guitar for the for that time. I'm like, I'll just keep playing on this for a little until I get my real one. So time goes on. I'm waiting a few months. Um, I get a few calls saying, hey, just to let you know, we still know your order and everything. Um, and then March rolls around. And it's like beginning of March. And like a week before, I got a call saying that it should be in at the be- the first week of March, the beginning of March. And it is the first week of March. I'm like, okay. You know, it should be getting here. So, I, whatever, I'll give him a call. They're always real nice, the place I shop for. And I call, and he's like, oh, yeah, that, that order was canceled. <laughs> and I'm like, um, excuse me? Like, yeah, the the credit card didn't go through. Payment didn't go through. And I was like, this makes no sense. Because I bought a tuner from them. The same order, the same time. The tuner came in because they don't. Oh, in the same, like, shopping cart yeah, order? Yeah. Same purchase, same card. And, and the, that the, the tuner through. came because they had that. So that went through, but the guitar didn't. They're like, yep, card didn't work. So I was like, are you kidding me? I've waited all this time just for my order to get canceled. So I go online, I reorder it, ships in two days. And they also said that they got the guitar that I wanted in stock mid-February. So if the the card didn't get canceled, I would have got it mid-February. That's definitely um, especially frustrating when you're on that guitar itch. Yeah, I don't want to lose that itch, you know. But another thing that goes along with the guitar itch is you want to keep buying guitars. (laughs) I just got my guitar, brand new, love it. I think it's awesome, but I don't know why. I just want more. Like, I, I want more of different types for no reason. My guitar can play whatever, and it has plenty of different pickups and stuff. But I just want more, and I don't know why, you know. But I highly recommend learning guitar. I think it's cool, but it's expensive. Yeah, uh, especially because I started with electric guitar. Acoustic's probably cheaper because you just need mm-hmm. a pick and a acoustic yeah. guitar. But I got an electric guitar, so I had to get the guitar. I got to get a decent amp for it. I gotta get some picks. Um, I gotta get a cord, you know, a capo, things like that. So the price can really rack up on that type of stuff. But yeah, well, I I must have not hit my guitar itch yet because I haven't felt that yet. I'm trying. I'm trying. Or I'm not too I'm familiar with it. I get it. I get it every now and then, but my my, my hands are too small to play. Yeah, they're just it's just too small. Honestly, my left hand does not stretch that far. Yeah, I'd have to. It takes me like three seconds to go from any which string it it does help if you have long fingers yeah, yeah. And with some awkward chords. and with you two being in band you obviously understand music, music and have a, a little more a better yeah. i won't say like appreciation but just understanding of it yeah. in general oh like, yeah you, you can feel rhythms better Keep, yeah i feel it's definitely a lot more fun when you have like a bass understanding of like just like the feel of or like the flow of notes and stuff like that you can you can just like i'm sure you've just sat down and like just made a little riff or like a few like yeah. note segments and, and stuff could, like that yeah. it's just fun you can, and you can do that on anything i will definitely say though if i could get to the point of playing a, a real guitar how i could feel when i play guitar hero on the wii oh it definitely would be enjoyable <laughs> ready it you still you still have the wii uh we have a wii u because oh, um, yeah. we gave a wii to our cousins i still have the og i put them all i just recently put them all into my room 
and I have I, I didn't even realize we had so many games but we I have just like the normal Wii and the Wii U and I moved them in my room best decision yes. I've ever made and I, I didn't I didn't even realize how many games we had so like two three months ago I got a few of them like my favorite ones I didn't put them in there I stacked them up but I moved them all in because we, we were low on storage space in our <clears> living room <throat> so I just stacked them all up and it it's like a foot from the ceiling I, I I'm trying to get through all of them. I don't know Surely if I can, they, though. But with the Wii Motion Plus and all that, the Wii console will never be surpassed. It's it I, is really hard in like, my you, mind yeah, because that's what I yeah. grew up on, like it's, making the me characters in the Wii Channel theme song. Yeah, it was it is very advanced oh, for its time. Yeah, yeah the theme, theme song. The Wii, like the original Wii, is 15 years old. It came out in 2006. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much my whole life. Yeah. And it, at the time, it was really cool because it was, I think, like one of the first uh, wireless controller gameplays. Cause yeah, yeah, that was that was that one time. of the big advertisements about it. Yeah, and it, it it was really cool. I played the Wii quite a bit. We just got rid of ours because it broke or whatever. But... Oh, it's unfortunate. Yeah. So sad. Luckily, we have a we have a PS2 though. <laughs> um, so that's our oldest console. I think we have. I'm just getting a collection of PlayStation. We got the two, three, four. Hopefully, maybe the five. But oh, see, I we, our family got a PlayStation Three for Christmas one year, um, and we played a lot on it. But we never did the online part of it, so yeah. it was kind of just like you mm, would play the story yeah. mode of games. You couldn't play any multiplayer we, games. So we bought a PS Four like a year ago, and I bought a bunch of games for it. But we just never, like, I never sat down and actually just like signed up and paid for the online. It's like. I don't, I, I don't, I think it's like 12 bucks a month or like yeah. 60 for a whole yeah, year. Yeah, Devin, you would know that. You have, Isn't you it? have to pay to play online, don't yeah. you? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, so I sat down, I sat down with Battlefield 5 and I played through like the story mode things. And the whole, all, each of them only take like three hours total to, to complete. Mm-hmm. So I just sat down for like a one week period and I finished and I'm like, well, all right, that game's done for a month and I'll just come <laughs> back and I'll play the same things again after yeah. I forget yeah. it all. My game that I put a lot of hours into on the PS3 was Uncharted. If, oh, yeah. On, on the PS3, that was compatible with the first, second, and third one, and I played through all of those. And then they did make a fourth one, the final series it may be called, but that was only compatible with the the PS4. So, yeah. What's that? Um, Do you know the small handheld PlayStation? Do you know what those are called? A PSPs? A PSPs. Yeah, PSP. Wait, I found portables. one today in my house. Yeah. And like in all the house? stuff for it. So I'm gonna have to see I'm gonna have to see if it'll work. But I don't, the only game we have for it is um Assassin's Creed three. <laughs> That's the only thing we have for it. That's kinda like the uh do you guys know what a didge is? A didge? Uh-uh. A didge. No. It was it's just like the PSP, right? It has the controls on the side, it doesn't right. open it's... like a DS or anything, and it has a single centered screen. It was more of like a a kid friendly game. Like it had just like a bunch of. Was this a game or, or the, is dig- like a, the digital it's a console? console? Did it have like cartridges to insert? Yeah, it inserted in cartridges. And that was the first console I've ever played on. Oh, were you, you, oh, you able to see it? Yeah, that was the dig. Yeah. A di- what? It's it was not, more of a kids friendly game. It looks like an game. arcade. Yeah. Cuz I played on it when I was like 5 to 6. I see. It looks like a like a DS almost, like a really I played, This looks DS. like a like a different um like a like model. Yeah, a different model than what I had. The one I had looked more slim cut. It was gray. Huh. Yeah, yeah the one just, I had looked more like They look like just portable arcade game or arcade yeah. machines that was the first game i ever played until it unfortunately got broken i think i was storing it in 
in the back because we were going camping down in Kentucky and I was storing it in the trunk and someone threw something oh. to the trunk and I think the wheel of a suitcase just cracked the screen and oh, unfortunately I didn't realize sucks. until I got there but I didn't let it bum, bum me out too bad. I didn't let's see I got a DS when I was like eight maybe but mm-hmm. before that I had a leapfrog one of those yeah, huge I... like like those thick things it's like imagine like a Wii the Wii U gamepad but like twice as thick and half the size yeah and it's got a little stylus connected to it and it's like learning. And it was games. compatible with books. You would buy yeah, books yeah. that would go with it, and yeah. you would. I think there was like a magnet strip or some something telling information yeah. to to the leapfrog, and you could drag the pen or the stylus yep. across the words, and would read it to you. And that each page had different games. Awesome. I remember that too. Yeah, I had a DSi XL, I think, which was just like a DS, but like the DSi yeah. was like a little bit newer, and then it was XL, which is big and. Yeah, that was like my probably one of my first that in the Wii. Yeah. Looking back, like I I just found it in a drawer like a couple weeks ago, and I turned it on, charge it, and play it, and it was awful. Like like it was bad. <laughs> like, like right really? now, like compared to what like I remember it being so fun, and like oh this is a great this is I love it. But now I get on like this. How did I play this? This seems <laughs> so boring. But at, at the time. It was great. I had the DS XL you were talking to, and then me and my brother both got three DSs, mm. so I passed the um, DS XL on. The 3DS I still have, and that still works, and everything, I have a charger for it and a bunch of games for it. I haven't got on it very recently, though, but I should, because I, I remember the audio recording things you could do on the DS. Oh, with that little bird. Yeah. Yeah. Those were pretty fun. The one... The one thing, I got so many games for that thing, but they were all, like, off-brand and weird. Mm-hmm. The one game I wish I actually would have gotten into is, like, Pokemon. I know. Because that's such yeah. a big yeah. game. That, that re- it's, Pokemon has never died down. I don't think it ever will. Yeah, that uh, kind of, like, reminds me and wanted to talk about, like, all the the uh, Pokemon craze right now. Like, oh, with all those cards all and packs and All the cards and, and how, yeah. like... I, I, I watch uh, Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Didn't yeah. he, didn't he open up a... The first million dollar box, I think, or one of them. He bought a... I think it was like a 1990... Oh, booster, yeah, okay. Pokemon booster box. It was like the first one ever. It is valued at over a million dollars. A package of cardboard <laughs> is over a million dollars. And he pulled like two Charizards and then I think some other good stuff. Each Charizard. Each PSA 10, mm-hmm. package one original... 1990 Pokemon Charizard is worth, I think, like three quarters of a million dollars or something. <laughs> it is insane. It is insane. They, it's actually their 20th anniversary because I know McDonald's is doing something with Happy Meals. The prize you can get in a Happy Meal is actually a pack of Pokemon cards. What? Because I saw. Um, Where was that when I went to McDonald's? Matt Stoney. Okay. You know the guy who eats food? Yeah. Pretty much he ordered a ton of Happy Meals, and he said he was going to keep eating Happy Meals and opening the packs that came with them until he was able to collect all 20 cards. I feel like it may have been the 25th anniversary, or the 20th. No, it's the 20th. Uh, This is, is, I'm looking at the Charizard price. Here it says about (laughs) $400,000. Oh my gosh. It sold for at an auction in December it's crazy to think how, like, stuff can just gain value just mm-hmm. for yeah. 
Even though it just sits there, it just sits in a package. It's just a piece of cardboard yeah. that does nothing yeah. for you, does not make your life easier, has <laughs> no value except for it's just rare. Yeah, and people love it. The Pokemon world is going crazy right now, and the prices are skyrocketing. Yeah. I I really regret not getting into that. It's yeah, crazy that cards yeah. and stuff. It's crazy that something can gain value like that just from people wanting it and being willing to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Even though it does, because it's not a service to you or a necessity for you. It's just valuable. It's kind of like gold. Like that's how gold works. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Like I've I've thought about this before. Like, why the heck is gold worth so much? It is a terrible metal. It is soft. It does not conduct electricity. No, it conducts electricity really good. I didn't think so. Gold is actually pretty valuable to go into electronics. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I know there's a lot of gold in your phone because. They can use it for the circuit boards and all that yeah. stuff. But also the FDA and like world economy controls the prices of gold. Yeah. It's it's just Yeah, but like gold like copper conducts electricity more than gold. So it's like okay, why would you use gold? But I think it's the malle- malleability of gold, yeah, it's, it's ability to be stretched and uh like hammered out. It might just be because it's rare, just like yeah. the Charizard. Yeah. Not that many people have it, so yeah. I want to be one it's of the like, people that have it. You know something that's also so weird that like it's um, its value is like so consistent. Legos, I I have a whole bunch of consistently Legos. expensive. The price, well, <laughs> exactly though. Expensive. The price yeah. of Legos, like those all this, there's a bunch of you. I never really realized there's a bunch of YouTubers that all they do is just like they just build huge Lego contraptions and they never tear them down. They just buy more Legos and build them up, and they get like sponsored to do this and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's practically free to them. If the economy ever goes down, they can sell Legos for like two million dollars. Yeah, Legos are again one of those things. That they're, just, they're just plastic. They're, they're just pieces yeah. of more plastic. Pieces of plastic that you and can put together. I think part of the the value comes from like the pre made kits. Like I don't know about you guys, but I would rather some days I'd rather just have a big bucket of Legos and make whatever just I do, want. Yeah, do what you want instead of having the follow the instructions. Yeah. But having a cool finished project is yeah, also pretty interesting. It, yeah. That's a cool. It'll always come out clean. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like you try to make something on your own, it'll never look as good. As I remember the, one of the first Lego kits I got as a kid. You could make three things out of it. You could make a truck, an airplane, and I want to say a tractor or a boat. I think it may have been a boat, but it was just so interesting how those. It was the same right. pieces. They all used. All of the pieces in the kit, they use the same pieces, but just utilizing them in a different way would make a clean, you know, finished product. Mm-hmm. And Lego engineers are so cool. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't, I want to know how Change they do it. Right I would there. love to, yeah, I would love to take a trip to see how they do it. Because there's no way that they just sit in an office with a bunch of Legos yeah. and build something that looks so good. I mean, with how advanced things are now, they probably use they have, um, computer-aided design. Yeah, and right. the computer yeah. calculates the pieces for them and yeah. it tells you this piece here because... They make stuff that looks so good that mm-hmm. I could never was, make. It was huge. There was. Did somebody make um? Did somebody make a huge like Millennium Falcon? Oh like, yeah, the size of a room mm-hmm. out of Legos. Oh, I didn't. I don't know. It was a room. I was just thinking like. I've seen I, those, I know there were like, kits that were this like, big, and then some people made huge ones. But I want to. I feel like there was something huge made out of Legos. I don't know if it was a Millennium Falcon. I know there was a decent like. It got pretty crazy. Uh, there was a Millennium Falcon Lego thing, um, and they were really expensive. Yeah, 
Like the first one listed, nearly four hundred dollars. Yeah, if you get the full size one. Oh no, right here, eight hundred. Oh, that's. I think this. I think this is the full size one. There, there's like a big one where it's, it's a nice size. Like it's. Yeah. You know, probably two feet in diameter or whatever, and it's like eight hundred dollars, but it's sick. Have you guys ever messed around with those? Um, there'll be sheets of metal with little laser cutouts, and you have to bend them and attach them in certain ways to make structures. Well, oh yes, you have. Yeah, you just get them in like a box, and it's like they're just stacked on top of each other. And you thin. make glue. Well, yeah, normally they're just like yay big, like yeah, t- I would say six by four inch sheets. They're terrible, just metal. Yeah, I would not suggest them. <laughs> they break so easily. You'll bend one, you like bend one a piece, a degree too far, and it snaps off. They have like weakened parts in the metal, right? Because they're supposed to be bendable, and they want you to bend at that precise angle. But if it breaks. Your kit's yeah. ruined. Yeah, like bend, you can't reattach like, the metal. If you if you just sit in class and you just bend like a, you're bored. You bend a paperclip like three times. It'll snap. Yeah, it'll snap. Those things it's are the like on thing. the second bend of a paperclip. Yeah. So you have to do it real slow, mm. and then you have to take the border off somehow without breaking everything else because they always come with this border, and you got to snap it out to actually yeah. start using or making I, the model. I was given one a while back, and it just sat in my closet after working on it for like ten minutes because it's impossible. But um, recently, I tried to make it with someone else and they had they had a, e, a level easy difficulty and i didn't realize that had difficulties on it but i started looking at mine it was actually like the hardest difficulty you could get and i was like great mine was a um an x-wing fighter from star oh. wars and theirs was a golden snitch but we were able to finish the golden snitch and actually turned out pretty cool hmm. but i did i broke a piece on my my kit and yeah was not able to turn out i think i I think it might have had a pirate ship at some point. Maybe it wasn't a pirate, oh, a pirate ship. Maybe ship. maybe it was just a ship. Anything that has curves, like as you would imagine, it was a ship having would be impossible. Difficult. It was so impossible. I it ended up looking like it was from Minecraft or something. Like it was just a box with a sail sticking out the top. So you just heard a word from our sponsor, Anchor. Um, Isaiah had to leave, so it's just me and Jacob here to finish out this last segment or whatever. And, uh, yeah, we were talking about the those affordable metal projects, which is kind of a pain in the butt, so maybe we stick away from those. And um, stay with something more interesting like the guitar, right, yeah, Devin? Yeah, I, I was thinking about it, and there there's a lot. Like, okay, so I don't know if anyone's getting into car, the guitar or whatever, but simplicity, you go with an acoustic guitar, right? Because mm-hmm. there's nothing really much to it. All it is is just a guitar with strings, you play, or whatever. But electric guitars, there is, I'm learning, there's so much to them. There's thing, things called the pickups, which are basically like the microphones that catch the string's vibration, which is what amplifies them. Mm-hmm. And there's a few different types of pickups. There's single coils and there's humbuckers. And they, humbuckers? That's what they're <laughs> called, humbuckers. And they each have different sounds and... That's why you, if you see multiple back black things under the guitar strings where you strum, those are the pickups. Um, each one usually has the different sounds and then a selector switch so you can sound like make different sounds. Um, usually people call it as like there's like creamy and real like almost twangy. Creamy is like the real smooth. It flows. It, it's a yeah. It sounds like a blur. Like you feel it more than hear it because okay. it's so like. It's creamy, you know? It's yeah. real blended together. And then twangy is more you can hear each, in- each individual, individual string ping, you know? More from each other. But the amp, and then also what they're so expensive is the amps, because you can get, 
Like it's crazy. If we go, I will ask real quick: is is the humbucker you said? From a simplistic standpoint, get the acoustic. It's, are the humbuckers only on the electric guitars? Yeah. Yep. Okay. The acoustics just have a hole, and then it vibrates inside that hollow shell. So, but if you check in, um, whatever, I guess we'll wait. Um, you can get $1,000 amps. Like, they are crazy. The one I'm looking at is, uh, like, $250. For me personally, I don't need something that goes that loud, because I'm just playing on myself in my room. So I'm getting a smaller one. So you want to kind of go for sound quality. Right. And I want like, I want, if I'm going to buy this amp, I want it to be very versatile. So there's a, there's a lot that goes into amps. There's digital amps and tubing amps and even stuff that I'm still learning about. But the one that I'm looking at, it has uh, a whole bunch of different preset sounds. So if I okay. want, I could make my guitar sound like a banjo or a piano or whatever. You select it, and each drum you play, it's the same note, but it sounds completely different. And this would only be on a digital amp or an electric amp? Usually just digital, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then another thing I want is Bluetooth connectivity. So I could just hook up my phone, hmm. play Bluetooth songs on it, and I could either play along or just listen to it. And also another thing that I think is really cool that I learned is you can just plug in headphones into the amp and then no sound will come out of your amp and it'll just go straight into your 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 headphones. So it's really nice for like if there's a bunch of people in your house but you still want to play and jam out or if you're like embarrassed because you mess up a lot mm -hmm. like I do. It's just good to be like a plug in a headset, put that on. And I could play, and then the noise would just go straight to the headphones, and I can. So sit really, there. all the anyone from the outside perspective would hear was just the, the strings, strings strumming. They're real quiet. Electric yeah. guitars, they're real quiet strings. Because they don't have the hollow hole like like the acoustic guitar right. makes sense. Yeah. So it has a whole bunch of Bluetooth connectivity, speaker emulation, four digital power amp models. Is there a, a um, higher and lower quality strings? Like, do you have strings break or? Um, so there's, I don't think there's really higher quality. There's different sizes for strings. You have, I think the smallest are like 0.08 gauge or something. Or so, I don't know. I'm probably gonna sound like an idiot, but I, there's super small strings and all they are is they're just thin. They're mm -hmm. real thin, very, cause people can bend them or I, th I forget what they call it. I think they call it like pull or whatever, where you get the string and then you play it. It's kind of hard to explain, but if you pull the string, oh. you, you'll make it tighter. I know and you're the talking sound about. Also, we had an acoustic guitar, and I think we still have it. But there's a couple of strings broken on it, and I never really—it's actually my sister's—but I never really like learned to play. I would just strum along on it, and they had knobs at the at the top, like the head of the guitar, mm -hmm. you know. And you could tighten those, and they would just pull the strings tighter. That's how, yeah, that's how you tune them. And it would, yeah, it would tune it and make it. They would make different noises. Yeah, but what I'm talking about is you keep the string how it is, but if you grab it and you pull it down, you're keeping it on the same fret, but you're pointed away, which is making it tighter, basically, because you're making okay. that distance farther. Because it's kind of like, if you think about it as a triangle, the hypotenuse is always longer than that straight side, so if you get yeah. that and you pull it, it'll make it tighter and the sound will go up, so you can really change that, which is what those small strings are for. You can move those things a lot, because they're so thin, you can pull them all across so the fretboard. that like expert level, because you're going to yeah. be able to make your, you can pull and your riffs and your Make notes go fly high up. Mm -hmm and stuff and then there's real thick ones that are thick strings big thick bulky where you can't move them but they will like good chance never break because they all the the strings always break are always 
it's usually the E string, the bottom string. There's two E strings, the thinnest, string. the thinnest string because it's the thinnest, and you're strumming that one, and then it just fucking. I broke a string on my brother's guitar. It. I, he doesn't know. He's still yeah, hopefully, hopefully, he doesn't listen to this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I just gave it back to him, and I don't think he noticed. I think he put it away. But I'm looking at acoustic guitars, and they're around like 150. But there, there's a lot to get into music and stuff. So I don't know how strong this itch is, but do you want to perform in front of everyone else, or is this just for personal? This is probably just for me. Maybe pick up a few chicks here and there, but that's about it. <laughs> I mean, girls like a musician. Yeah, they like guitars, dude. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, like, a like pianist a, is a, music, a musician. I guess so. But, like, yeah, that's true. Nothing against pianists. You have to be able to sing, though, if you want to be a pianist. Yeah. Because, like, if you can, like, play piano and sing... But there's also a lot of shows where someone's playing the piano and then they have someone singing yeah. next to the piano. But I guess that wraps up our episode. Um, yeah. That's about, yeah, that's all, all the time we have. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, make sure you follow our Instagram. Give us feedback. Stay tuned next week. Let us know what you want to hear. Um, hopefully next Sunday. We'll have our next podcast out. If not, we'll let you guys know. Yep. But. Also, yeah, feedback of um, Anchor releases this to a bunch of um, uh, platforms. Yeah, platforms that um, play out podcasts. So let us know where you're listening from. And um, the audio quality right now, we're just using the phone. We do have a microphone, but we couldn't get it to work today. So hopefully we can get the microphone to work yeah, and we can use that for next yeah. one. Another thing that... Um, I want to do is if this like picks up enough steam and we get enough people watching enough people care I, w- I would like to go I, w- I think it would be cool if we would go video mm-hmm. post it on YouTube yeah. as well or I think you said Spotify yeah has Spotify, video capa- Spotify I think has video capabilities now which would be cool so we can maybe even you know make the cool backdrop get yeah, a shelf find a little you know, room like you'll see streamers have and... yeah we'll make it cool we can sit there you guys can see us and then maybe we can even do fun stuff and start a youtube i don't know whatever we're just we're going with the flow yeah we're just going with flow see how this happens just let the podcast take us where it wants to go we just thought it'd be okay. fun to start one and record our conversations and and i definitely did enjoy it oh yeah this yeah. was fun it it took us a lot of tries. It took us a lot you of guys... tries. Honestly, what really started it is we were kind of trying to plan out a weird intro and stuff. And I just got my phone and I pressed play. And I was like, guys, we just we just got to talk and do it. Which is why the beginning of this episode yeah. is probably pretty choppy and weird. Because we were trying to get it started, but it just wasn't working. We're like, yeah. guys, this is dumb. This isn't working. Like, we even started typing up a script and all we that. We got a little bit of script. Yeah, but we're just, we need to go with it and just we, talk. We just need to relax. Yeah. Just, because like i said we have we can talk for hours about the random mm-hmm. things like we did today yeah we went to topics i never thought we would yeah, ever talk about like we probably would have kept rolling too but isaiah had to go yeah and we only got a certain amount of time because we got stuff to do but like right now we're trying to wrap this thing up and, and we just, we just keep, keep talking and we can't <laughs> stop but so we're done thank you guys so much for listening stay tuned give us feedback and i guess that's really it Peace out. Yep, see you guys. Actually, not over yet. We have to say happy Pi Day 314. Uh, Goodbye.